Welcome to the Leading Visionaries Podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established leading visionaries. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate and spotlight the leading visionaries who are thinking differently, seeing new possibilities, have the courage to dream big, take inspired action, and create conscious change all around the world. Now, here's your host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Leading Visionaries Podcast, where we celebrate the ingenious, insightful, innovative, and inspired leading visionaries of our time and provide our listeners with world-class examples of the kind of courage, clarity, and confidence it takes to bring visions into reality. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Sam Mitchell. Sam, who has autism, runs a successful podcast called Autism Rocks and Rolls. He is a motivational speaker, entrepreneur, creative writer, and blogger, and loves to promote his podcast and business. He's also published a TED Talk called Sold Structure and only recently graduated high school. Sam is a high-functioning human being on the autism spectrum and has a mission to show people that he is not broken, does not need to be fixed, and there is no normal in this world. He is successful with autism and wants to celebrate the successes of all people. Sam embraces who he is and feels as though everyone should do the same. Sam's mission is powerful and his extraordinary ideas are catching on and getting the world's attention. Welcome to the show, Sam. I am so delighted to have you here. Hey, buddy. Good to be here. Well, Sam, I want to start our time together today by talking a little bit about, because you're you're obviously not only a leader, but you're also a visionary. So I'd love to talk about your experience with getting big ideas and having visions, and how long have you experienced that? Was that something that you experienced as a child, or was it something like, was Autism Rocks and Rolls like your first big vision? Yeah, well, real quick, I, Sam, I run the podcast Autism Rocks and Rolls. It's about autism and how we cope with daily struggles that you may or may not understand. Ran since October 2019. But to answer your question with the leading visionaries, I've always been an out of the box person. So I was diagnosed with autism at age four. So that's when the visionary part started coming in. But it's really kind of tune in more often with the podcast because I get to create episodes. They're my ideas. And with our events that I do through our nonprofit, because we have developed a nonprofit because it's grown so much very unexpectedly. We plan local events and I get very creative ideas. The one we're having in August, which was the ARAR summer party, that was all me, like, I came up with the ideas, but I'm getting help with the finances because I'm terrible with math and money. I tried, believe me, it doesn't work. But the ideas itself came from me. Beautiful. And so I'd love to have you talk about maybe some ideas you had when you were a child that haven't yet come into vision or into materialization and what you have done to maybe store those ideas or honor those ideas and those visions for maybe a future time. Well, I mean, when I was a child, I was always into inventions for some reason. I, I don't know why, I just was. But I haven't really honored that, but I had a lot of ideas. One idea I've had was called like beat flames. So you get like these hot 
kind of like you put you in the hand warmers, but you put in your glove, except it's for your feet almost. But they have feet warmers, so they don't last long. It just lasts longer and permanently. Wow. Okay. So you have some fun ideas besides your podcast. All right. So I want to now talk about you have taken a leadership role here, right? You have started the podcast. You and your mom have started this company together. One of the things that you said was you're not really excellent at math and money and you asked for help. So can you talk about being a leader, being somebody who has autism, is on the spectrum, and this idea of asking for help. How have you grown in that? Well, I mean, I think it was the way I was raised. First of all, I was raised, if you need help, self-advocate for yourself. Mom and dad aren't going to be here forever. And I'm thankful to still have them in my life. But I know at some point, just being realistic, they're going to croak. We all do at some point. (laughs) There's There's no easy way to say it. So I've been taught early to look after yourself. And if you need help, ask someone. It's okay to do that. It's no shame in asking for help. There's resources out there that are given to you. And if they're useful, use them. Yeah, beautiful. So as somebody who's high functioning on the spectrum, what are some of the challenges that you've had bringing your vision into life or bringing your leadership into life? That's really hard to answer because I've had supportive parents. So there I was going to do, they would support me with reason. They were going to support me committing a crime. They weren't going to do that, rightfully so. (laughs) But they would support me in whatever I did. So I didn't have any trouble with kind of putting the vision when it came to that portion. But the one issue I did have, and this is probably every comment for the podcast or nonprofit when they are starting, and you can probably relate to this at a point, was just getting the word there. I mean, your first episode... It's great, right? You get thousands of listeners, but you got to keep growing that number. You might shrink down a little, but you got to have hundreds and hundreds of listeners if you want that podcast to grow. Correct. So tell me a little bit about the idea of the podcast. Like, where did it come from? What made you decide to do a podcast? Well, it started, I joined my high school's media club and I was at this big dance marathon. My best friend is Spina Bifida and he goes to this hospital called Riley. It's where... Children go probably aren't going to make it like they're sick children. And I'm and I'm supportive. Of Riley. It's very near and dear to my heart. But it was our school's dance marathon. And these people came down. It's a couple of my peers who I knew. They were acquaintances, but not like friends, friends. And one of our board members from school came down with cameras. And I was wondering what it was because I was curious. So because I didn't have the confidence at the time, I asked, hey, mom, can you go tell them I want to join? What are they doing? Well, OK, she does that. Tells them it's media club. We work on these, these, but do me a favor and join next year because we have a lot of projects in the work. And I was totally fine with that. Fast forward a sophomore year. That's where I found the podcast and it clicked. But I realized I couldn't be a school, in school forever. I'm going to graduate. So the only way I knew to continue my media skills was to start my own podcast. And that was when Autism Rocks and Rolls was born. Mm, beautiful. Where'd you get the idea for the name, Sam? Well, we went down the hobby. So we went with, all right, we know autism. That's clear because I'm on the autism spectrum. But let's see, what hobby could we do? Autism, social media? No, that won't work. Four-wheeler riding autism? No. Wrestling autism? Well, that could work now the more I think of it. But I thought it was kind of cliche at the time frame. So then, oh, wait a minute. Rock and roll music. Hmm, that's kind of good. Well, let's think here. Autism, rock and roll, taken. Rocks and roll, taken. 
rock and rolls taken. So we just add the S's and there you go. It's came with me since autism rocks and rolls, man. Beautiful. And is rock and roll one of your hobbies? Do you like to play guitar? Or no, I like to listen to rock and roll music, though. Like, like Elvis, Nirvana, ACDC, Nickelback, Motley Crue. Nice. How about Led Zeppelin and uh, Aerosmith? You got them in yep. there? I got them in there. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. So what is the vision for the show in addition to downloads? Like, what is the impact that you really want to make and and the leadership legacy that you want to leave as a result of doing this show? Well, we're going to have to go backtrack a little bit because when I first started this, it was a hobby. It was meant to be, okay, whoop-de-doo, 17 downloads, not as big as you. Let's put it that way almost. Like, well, a brand new starter permanently. But it grew unexpectedly, and I am where I am today, but I'm still sticking to my same mission before. So even though it's grown, I'm still staying to the mission where I just want to do something good for the world. I've always had that dream as a young boy, but never had that opportunity to until the podcast began. So obviously doing this show has, has taken off in ways that you were not expecting. And sometimes what happens when we have a big explosion, it's like, Oh, Oh my God, (laughs) this is like, not expected and I'm not maybe even ready for it. So when it started to take off, what were some of the things that you realized you needed to do to keep it in momentum and to, you know, really honor the growth? Well, the marketing, we had to do a lot of learning marketing, but the cool part, and this is in my opinion, what separates us from other marketers. I know a lot of marketers have done this, but I think we're still learning. It's pretty cool. It's self-taught. All the marketing we've done, it's self-taught. No business person has helped us along the way. We've done all the marketing by ourselves. All right. And you also made the decision to start a company, right? Right. Because we started growing with the sponsorships. That's what really triggered was there were more and more people other than family members that were clicking with me. There was some shops in Bloomington, Indiana. There was a, I'm trying to think of another a place in California that wanted to sponsor us. And the next thing you know, we're growing and growing with money with these sponsorships. And we thought, hmm, maybe we can't continue this momentum. So we had to have a feeling meeting though. And it turned out like, okay, are we going to do this? Because we had to think about the future down the road. We had to think about me graduating. We had to think about me in college. We just had to think of all these little obstacles. Can we work around them? And we decided that it was possible and we're still running it to this day. Yeah, beautiful. And it's a nonprofit, correct? The company yep, that you guys yep, 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 yep. Okay. And that's a journey all in and of itself as well, right? So for my listeners who are listening to this, this episode as a leading visionary, sometimes your vision is something that is going to be a for-profit or commercial venture. Other times your vision or your activism is going to be something that requires a different kind of structure. And in Sam's case, it was a nonprofit structure. So Sam, let's talk about some of the things that you've experienced as a result of having it grow that were completely not on the radar screen for you. Okay, well, one thing on the radar that we didn't expect is that these galas in April where we have, it's like a dinner, Almost where we have a speaker, a couple like all of Billy's choir performance, the local choir. They're pretty cool. And the first speaker we had, though, was Dr. Temple Grandin, mm. which was very unexpected. We were not ever supposed to have Dr. Temple Grandin. That's what I find fascinating, too, is where I am today 
I was not supposed to be there or meant to be there. I mean, so I put that label down the minute I was born, but here I am. Yeah, exactly. I love that. And for our listeners, Temple Grandin is one of the most visible people in the world and successful people in the world who works with animals, right? She's an animal science professor and an autism activist. Yeah, beautiful. Well, congratulations on that. Temple Grandin is quite the feather in your cap, Sam. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to let people know a little bit more about where they can find you. But right now, listeners, are you a leading visionary or in the role of leading other visionaries? Consider joining our community and sharing your feedback and takeaways from each episode. We invite you to join us and support this podcast by making a donation at www.leadingvisionariespodcast.com. Interested in finding out more about how you can receive support for getting your vision out of the air and onto the ground? You can apply to qualify for a complimentary consultation with me or a member of my team by clicking the Connect with Angel button on the website. Be sure to share this show in your own spirals of influence with the people who you think might benefit from our content. I want to say a huge thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. And I want to shout out this week to our listeners in Illinois. And we will be right back with Sam Mitchell. The Leading Visionaries podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Are you the one who thinks differently, who is called to create a significant conscious change in the world, who is seeing and dreaming of a better way for your industry, your community, humanity? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired to guide leading visionaries just like you who want to break through the static in order to clearly express and confidently enroll support for their vision in a way that makes it inevitable that it will come to pass. Your word is your wand, and as the leader, your ability to articulate and communicate your vision is essential to its materialization and monetization. Please enjoy with our compliments a free copy of the book, Be Heard by Millions and Live Your Destiny, which was a number one new release in three categories to get you started. The book is yours by visiting gift.leadingvisionariespodcast.com. And we are back with Sam Mitchell. He is a podcaster and he is also the president of Autism Rocks and Rolls. And he and his mom are operating that organization, which is a nonprofit organization. You can find out more about Sam, about his nonprofit, and about his podcast at autismrocksandrolls.com. Com. So Sam, before we went to the break, we were talking about some of the unexpected things that have shown up on your radar screen. Now what I'd like to talk about is, are you getting any vision at this point about where you're going now from here? Because here you are in a place that you didn't expect. So what's next for Sam? What's next for Autism Rocks and Rolls? Well, that's going to be answered on June 10th because so what we're doing with revenue, it's not working because the problem is we have all these ideas that are putting too much energy into each one of them and you can't focus on everything at one time. So we're going to literally have a board retreat where we're locking ourselves in the room 
and picking, okay, what do we need to do and build? What can be extra and desserts? Love that. Extra and desserts. <laughs> okay. So this is huge, Sam, because this is something that I think every leading visionary struggles with, regardless of where you are, regardless of how you're labeled. When you are a visionary, generally speaking, you get lots of ideas and they all seem amazing and you want to do them all at once. And then you run into that wall of, oh, you know, we got to have a boundary. And so it's interesting that you say that the revenue is not working sufficient for the effort that you're putting in right now. And so you and your board are going to take a, a step back. And this is something I think I want to just really emphasize for everyone. If things are not working, you've, you've got to be honest about it. And you've got to take a step back and then you've got to make some new choices. So I love the idea of choosing the things that are going to have the most impact and then putting off to the side the extras and desserts. I haven't heard it, I haven't heard it talked about that way, but I love it, Sam. Thank you. So but before I do, before you yeah. go on, I, I didn't make the rule that I'm, hey, I do hate change. I won't lie to you on that. <laughs> and I didn't want to delete. I didn't want to like, okay, this part of the nonprofit goes in the trash. Right. I flat out refuse. So but the border tree and I probably gonna is we're gonna compromise and say, okay, you have the main things, but that dessert's still there. Your right. pumpkin pie is an extra, which is maybe the speaking is we don't do it as much as we're doing right now, but here and there, if it works out naturally, great. Right. Yeah, beautiful. I love that. One of the things that I do in my business is I have what I call cold storage. <laughs> So I take and like write down all the ideas. I feel them and see if they have energy. And then if I don't have the energy for them at that moment, because I need to focus on what is fueling me and my business as well, I need to focus on making sure that the fuel is coming in first. Then I put my stuff in cold storage. And I will tell you, Sam, I've got stuff that's been in cold storage for 15 years and it's still there. It's not going anywhere. But it, you know, I agree with you. You don't necessarily want to throw anything out. It's just a matter of what are you going to energize now and what are you going to energize next? So as you're going into your board meeting, Sam, do you have some things that you know personally you definitely want to keep energizing? This podcast right now, the podcast I'm doing, yes, that you will be staying here, end of story. They And they know that too because- they know without this podcast, there's no nonprofit. Right. So the podcast is number one. So let's talk about where do you want to go next with the podcast? You're, you know, in the thousands of downloads now. Do you have some vision about where you want to go next with the podcast? Like how often you're producing it or are you looking for more sponsors or are you looking for more interaction with the community? Like what is your what do you see coming next for the podcast? Well, I always joke around saying, ask me in five years and we'll talk again because that it's that same mindset of the, the previous. While I changed a lot of the podcast realm and the design, that's something we did change. That's one answer. But I'm still keeping the same mindset of, look, I'm going to take this one day at a time because I like to keep it a mystery. I mean, that's me. I like to have it a little bit of a surprise where maybe the next day, oh, I'm on... Ellen DeGeneres. I know that show isn't going anymore, but 
that that's just an example right there. And the next day, I'm just back here editing. Or tomorrow, it's the last episode because of a certain situation. I don't know. I don't hope that happens, Granton. Mm. But I just want to keep it a mystery because I don't like to, as I suppose, lie to listeners. And like air quote, why I don't tell them BS, like inadvertently lie, because we've all done that before. We've all like inadvertently said something the wrong way or said something wrong and we didn't mean to. That's what I don't want to do is inadvertently say something wrong. We're like, oh, hey, we got a big interview coming up with Dr. Grandin again. And next thing you know, she backs out. We'll promote it clearly, but we're not going to clearly. All right, Dr. Grandin, we're collaborating with you again. Yeah, I hear that. So this is the delicate dance, the balancing act for every leading visionary. You have to actually speak into reality and make plans for and set intentions for certain things to happen. And you also have to be willing to be flexible. And I love your your frame, Sam, of keeping the good mindset, the positive mindset. This is so important for, for any leader, for any visionary. And having some things be in the mystery. I agree with you a thousand percent. One of my favorite prayers is never let me lose my sense of awe and wonder. Because if I lose my sense of awe and wonder, you might as well just take me out of here as far as I'm concerned. So Sam, let's talk now about what do you see you'd like to create with the nonprofit? Like, can we talk about money? Can we talk about like where you'd like that to go? Well, I mean... I mean, the money, I'll be honest with you, that's hard for me to answer because the way I see it is the money, it's a luxury because truth be told, at the end of the day, what I want to do is help. That's the main goal when I lay my head on the pillow is I want to help while making money. I mean, I think it's possible, but I'm not expecting $1,000 paycheck each month or not a thousand. I actually get paid that thousand dollars. Yeah. Let's make it 10. Let me ring my bell. Let's make it 10 for Sam. (laughs) 10,000 pay dollar each check from us. I would love it clearly, but I'm not going to be like, give me $10,000. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Right. But I'm not going to also, I'll work towards it, but it's not going to be like an obsession. Right. Okay, great. I love this frame as well, Sam, that it's not going to be an obsession. And again, here is this place that you are demonstrating that happens for many leaders and leading visionaries is we want to help. We're called to serve people. We're called to create change in the world. We're called to make impact. And a lot of people who are like us put the money on off to the side. And so what I want to just infuse to the listeners is there's got to be a balance. You aren't going to be obsessive about the money, but you can't not think about it at all. You got to actually have some awareness of what you require personally in order to thrive, right, Sam? I mean, because if you're not thriving financially, health-wise, otherwise, then the whole thing that you're creating can't thrive either. Would you say that's true? Yeah, and that's hard for me to answer the finances because that's the biggest struggle with me is there's a lot of good aspects of business I'm really good at, like networking, promoting. I learned the technique, and the technique is really if you're gonna promote something, never shut up about it. <laughs> that is honestly the biggest technique. Everywhere you go, you better say something about autism rockwells, or in your case, leading visionaries or wickedly smart woman. That's the technique for that. But the biggest problem is finances. I have tried to like in the board me have the treasures report, and she's like, Well, blah, 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 blah. we got thousands. I'm like, what? at the end of the day. And then 
sometimes I'll I haven't had to do this yet, but I'm following out to sometime when it gets even bigger. Call like, hey, what how was it? How did this go? Right. Well, and I think that you know what I'm gonna just drop into your awareness, Sam, and into the awareness of our listeners as well is it's very interesting that you found a technique that you now practice and apply relative to getting visibility for your show and promotion for your show. I I would be willing to bet there is also a technique that maybe just hasn't shown up on your, you know, in your connections yet, but there is probably a technique around the money piece as well. Yeah. And it comes with that bad base of math. I mean, I mean, it used I barely passed math with the skin of my teeth. It'd be C's, D's, and as for then English, A's and B's, but geometry, I'll tell you this though, geometry, that was one math concept I could understand. The Pythagorean theorem. I didn't understand special triangles, but Pythagorean theorem, trying to figure out the diameter radius of a circle. I was like, okay, we can do this. X minus three equals 12. Okay. All right. Well, you got the Pythagorean (laughs) math going on there. I'm a bit of a nerd. What can I say? Right. So Sam, the last question I have for you is what kind of feedback are you getting from your listening audience? The people that you are out there actually inspiring? Have you had people share with you or the organization how you've impacted them? Yes, actually. At least I'll just do this. So I'll tell you one story that I actually just pulled on my Apple podcast review. And what I can do is I'll read you one of them. So the first one, so I do have a couple stories. So my first story is this was before like, Autism Roswell was a nonprofit. So there's a time point when I was getting started, like every week it was an interview. Hey, you got a call from WTHI 10. They want you. You got WTHR 13 and they're local Indiana channels. Mm. But someone apparently in Bloomington, I think Bloomington, don't take my word on it, watched the news. And then apparently he was so inspired that the next day I received an email that he said, hey man, I... Loved your story and your podcast. You really helped me out. I feel like there's someone else out there. Then there's been people who have listened to it and have actually nodded in approval. We get where they've heard, they're like, yep, that's me. Yep, he gets why. But this is probably one of my favorite reviews right here. And this is from Apple Podcasts. It's from the Bustinator. And there's a title called Eye Opening. But this is why it's cool. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know a lot about autism before this podcast. Sam has done a great job explaining and providing insight into this world from the eyes of someone who is on the spectrum. What I understand, the explanation can be very hard for someone with autism. But Sam does a fantastic job of maintaining conversations and keeping the podcast interesting and fun to listen to. Very impressed, excited to see what comes from him in the future. Beautiful. I love it. Let me ring my bell for that review, Sam. (laughs) All right. Well, we are at the end and I want to thank you so much for being here with me today, Sam. It's been a really wonderful conversation and you brought so much wisdom to all the leading visionaries that are going to be listening to this. And I'm really grateful for that. So listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you think of today's episode by joining our community, sharing your takeaways asking questions, and submitting guest suggestions. You can weave your visionary thread into our fabric by opting in on our website at www.leadingvisionariespodcast.com or 
by interacting with us on social. Look for the handle at Leading Visionaries Podcast on all the major platforms. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your eyes, ears, and hearts open. And remember, you are here to create conscious change. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Leading Visionaries on Apple Podcasts and share with other people you know who can benefit from today's episode. Leading Visionaries is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leading visionaries who are called to create conscious change and know that now is the best time to welcome wealth and cultivate a web of collaborative support to bring their vision to life. We invite your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of new episodes at leadingvisionariespodcast.com.